the London Tornadoes. Actually sounds like a real catchy team name for a football club. The 2006 London Tornado was significant in so many ways, not the least of which because it dropped over the city of London in the middle of their day and also was rated to the equivalency of an F2 on the Fujita scale. Again, I mention over the city of London, England. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Today, the city of London, England boasts a population of close to 9 million. So a tornado that touches down at 11 o'clock local time in the morning would be something really problematic to say the least. But that's what we're chatting about right now on this day in weather history. All right, we have an awful lot to unpack here, so let's hit it. On the morning of December 7th, 2006, the UK was being walked over by a deep and strong Atlantic low, creating already unstable weather conditions to much of the UK, especially to the south. 7.30 p.m. GMT. It was over Cornwall when a small band of thunderstorms started to develop, and they were moving east-northeast across the country. 10 o'clock GMT. By this time, the squall line had reached Salisbury. There was an observation taken here that recorded a drop in humidity. For this to happen, something must have dried the atmosphere, even temporarily, and likely was an area of high pressure moving in behind the squall line. If you get a strong enough pressure gradient like this, it will normally further destabilize the atmosphere over an area and also accelerate the movement of the primary low. That will result in a stronger storm and a number of other dynamics that can lead to different outcomes as well. Now, you take this increased motion in combination with a change in wind direction ahead of the storm, and you get the potential for what's called shear. That's the rotation of the mesocyclone that likely took place in one of the stronger storm cells, and that resulted in the touchdown of the tornado in Kensal Rise, London, at 11 a.m. GMT. It was rated as a T4. Now that's using the Taro scale used in the UK, but for North Americans, this would have been the equivalent to an EF2 today. So where is Kensal Green? It is an area of northwest London. Like many big cities around the world, it is a town within a metropolitan area. This tornado truly hit the ground running. It landed and immediately began sweeping through several streets. The BBC's weather center said the tornado lasted less than a minute but resulted in massive wreckage. Damages from the tornado were estimated at upwards of 10 million pound or 14 million US dollars. You'd think, what? Such a short period of life and it caused that much damage? Remember that it happened across one of the biggest and most populated cities on earth. Along its path, it injured six people and caused moderate to severe damage to at least 100 properties. Back to the BBC, where they reported that close to 100 homes were actually affected in all. This resulted in several hundred people being displaced from their homes until they had been declared safe to return to. Sadly, as it turned out, a total of 29 homes were deemed destroyed and therefore unfit for habitation due to the damage caused by the tornado. But this was not an isolated incident of damage. With the main tornado spotted in Kensal Green, the remaining line of thunderstorms I mentioned off the top also continued on its march. Strong winds gusted across North London where part of the roof of a high school collapsed and classes were forced to be canceled for nearly a week. The question now is, are tornadoes rare in the UK? Uh, yes and no. They're not unusual, 
but they are nowhere near the frequency of the U.S. But then again, no country has that claim. Actually, as we have covered before on this podcast, actually, Italy and Greece have the greatest frequency of tornadic action in Europe. But still, even at that, they do not hold a candle to the American or even the Canadian tornado numbers for that matter. So for the UK, although not unusual for tornadoes to touch down, it was suggested by BBC meteorologist Susan Powell that the magnitude of the damage we saw in northwest London is indeed unusual. As a matter of fact, the last tornado to cause this much damage in London was 52 years earlier, almost to the day, back in 1954. It too was in West London, where, again, six people were injured, and, again, the roof of Gunnersbury London Underground Station was ripped off. Is it crazy that a lot of the results that we just discussed just now also happened in this event that happened this day in weather history? Tomorrow is December 8th, and for this one, you may want to put gloves on or risk chewing off all your fingernails because it is a real tense story of traffic terror. To be in a car accident is scary. To be in a multi-car incident is brutal. To have been in what was called the Pennsylvania pileup will cause the hair on the back of your neck to flex. Yeah, it's that kind of story. To get the best perspective, you need to also watch the accompanying podcast video short. It's a two-minute video cast on television and on our homepage at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. It's shot right here in my podcast studio and features photos and video from the event from when it happened. So you'll want to see the images that go along with the full story that you can listen to where you're catching me right now on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.